Don't you know Kaz needs to get his lush on? Yeah, I have a job now. I, I still I have a job. I still have not goddamn drinking a fucking an ounce of liquor yet. It saddens me on a daily basis. I was well, like, there are oh, other shit. things you can... Well, I'm guessing like, there are yeah, other things you could do. <sighs> there are other things you could do besides drink, I'm just saying. I don't like weed and I don't do any other drugs, so... Just saying. Yeah, liquor's my option. It's, it's the option that I like. Because it's creative, <laughs> unlike weed or... Meth. <laughs> Not even once. No. I don't know. If I could, my my addiction would be something completely different entirely. And I found that out recently. Your addiction is not having an addiction. High-class hookers? Mm, yes. That sounds like a good addiction. That is what my addiction would be, Swagger. Like That's like exactly very expensive be. call girls. Yes. You'd basically, you'd basically be Archer. Yes. Like, honestly, if I could, if I had the money and the wherewithal, I would probably be a sex addict. Eh, it's not always correct up to me. <laughs> Hello, it is that time. It has finally come. 100. Shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys. Me and DJM have not killed each other. We still love each other. There is no animosity. Maybe a little bit of hate. You know, but hate comes with love, as all things do. Um, And we've made it this far. 100 episodes of Shooting the Shit. I am your host, King Kaz, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, the one, the only, DJM. Kaz... We did it. We did the thing. We have made it. We have done 100 goddamn motherfucking episodes of shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys. We made it. We're here. I don't believe it. And and Kaz, wow. Congratulations to you. And congratulations to you, especially Brandon Cooper, King Kaz, for... Enduring years upon years of the life of DJM and, and having a bird's eye view of my my dark twisted fantasy that is DJM. So Kaz, from the bottom of my heart and to our three loyal listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. But now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, l- l- let's reset a little bit. Let's go all the way back. For anyone out there that may have forgotten or may not know, let- let's talk about how all of this started. Kaz, how did Two Nerdy Black Guys come to be? We were hanging out on the internet, and then somebody was like, you're like the only Two Nerdy Black Guys that I know. You should do a podcast. And I was like, yeah. 
what would we call it? And it's like shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys. The end. And here's the thing that that Kaz left out. For a lot of these, the people that were making these suggestions, uh, I'll just be straight up, a lot of them in these Google Hangouts, I did not personally care for. (laughs) A lot of of them I did not exactly love. And you probably know who you are. And if you don't, well, that's okay, too. And then when... When somebody no. made no, what? this is episode one hundred. This is all about love and caring. No, no. You know what this and, is? This, this is DJM. This is DJM going to sit on on the guardrail with his microphone, and and he's going to say some things. So yes, everybody out there, some of you that were in those Google Hangouts back in the day, I don't like you very much. That's why I stopped going. And as a lot of people know, when the suggestion was made that Kaz and I should do a podcast, I kind of originally said no, I didn't want to do it. Mostly because I was lazy. Not because I didn't like talking with Kaz, but just because I was lazy and I didn't want to do a podcast again. But I was talked into it. And then somebody out there, I'm pretty sure it was Drewcifer, Drew Snyder, who is not one of the people I don't like. I do like you, Drew. You're, you're all right. Who suggested the name, Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys. To which, once again, I said no. But we have a guest here that has seen all of this from the very beginning. F- our first guest on this show is a long-time friend of the show and friend of everything Delta Juliet Mike Media. The one, the only, Swaggy P himself, Patricio El Swaggero, Patrick Swagger. Swaggy P, welcome to Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Eyes. I, I'm, I, don't, I don't know how I'm letting Swaggy P fly. I think I was just drunk enough last night when you said it the first time to forgive you and just let it go. What's up? Uh, yes, Kaz. Uh, last night, uh, as I was recording uh, Fanny Pack with Petey Rave, another friend of the show, uh, it kind of hit me like a bolt of lightning. Our old buddy, the Swagger, his first name is Patrick. He's mm-hmm. Swaggy P. He's just like Mick Young. He's hanging out with Iggy Azalea and everything. And he's being a mediocre player for the Los Angeles Lakers. He's Swaggy P. Man, I really need to keep up on sports. What is going on? I do a sports Has anybody heard it? I do a sports podcast. I don't know what's going on. And you know, Kaz, I, I hate to do this to you, but, but I'm just going to drop this too. JVZ and I, your co-host on Sports Odds and Ends, we've been mm-hmm. talking about some things too. JVZ and I have been talking about some things. It's it's okay. You guys can replace me. I understand. No, it's fine. No, you you, it, you are very much going to. I know. My actually, my has, bridges all the season. I haven't been pulling in the numbers that I usually do. You know, those last couple games. I want to say they weren't my fault, but you know, everybody has to put in one hundred and ten percent. And I'm going to say I wasn't all there. You know, and I let the team down. That was on me. So if they if they waive me or if they trade me this season, I understand why. No animals. We're, we're, all Keep the all it is is that we're, we're retooling. That's all it is. And, and you are very much a part of the rebuild, Cass. 
you were very mm-hmm. much a part of the All rebuild. Right. Yeah. Swagger, I, I, I want to talk to Swagger for a minute okay. and uh, ask him, uh, you have seen Kaz and I from the very, very beginnings, from the NSFW show chat room to the Diamond Club Google Hangouts and all of those shenanigans. What, what do you think of all of this now that we've reached 100 episodes? What have you observed well, I'm I'm impressed you got here because, like, the thing about about STS2NBG or whatever we're calling it now, um, it was not always the most consistently uh, available of shows that consistently created, but it was always consistently enjoyable. Um, so I, I'm I, there was a moment where you know not that long ago where all of where where it was it was gone for a while for good reason. I mean, David went through some serious shit to put it blind, to put it you know politely and probably undersell it, and things disappeared. And it was it was the one that I really wanted to see come back because you two are such different people, but you at the same time have some you know. Some common, you know, your common, the common thing is you're two nerdy black guys, but everything else about you couldn't be more different. And, and that getting both sides of, of whatever uh, you guys argue about in a given week has always been enjoyable. All right, Patrick, the swagger. Thank you so, so much for, for joining us on this episode. And we have another guest. And the reason I asked this gentleman to be on uh, the 100th episode is because he is someone that is seeing us now moving forward, going forward. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, the man, the myth, the legend, you may know him as Time Jumper, Mr. Patrick Cohen. Patrick. <laughs> yes. Hello, guys. <laughs> Hello Patrick. And <laughs> One project at a time. <laughs> and... Again, I, I thank you so much for for joining us on this episode. And I, I want to ask uh, you uh, also, you uh, see us as a podcast. And, and I spoke to you at DragonCon, and I was truly, truly amazed. Um, what do you see from Kaz and I that, is, that you believe is, is warranted to... You have, full disclaimer, uh, have invested in the Delta Juliet Mike Patreon. And uh, I would love to know what you have seen uh, just listening to this podcast and how it's come along. Oh, what have I seen? Uh, It was funny because I came across you because you, DJM, were on with Healthy Addict one time on her Sunday morning podcast. And... I really enjoyed listening to you. you. Had a really good perspective on a lot of stuff she was bringing up, and so and you mentioned two nerdy black guys. Like I've got to listen to this. And then I've known Kaz from uh, Drunk Kids Gaming. Um, so the first time I heard your guys's podcast together, I was like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" You guys are both very honest, not only with what you're talking about, but with each other. Um, so it was very enjoyable listening to your guys's perspective on things even when you guys don't agree on things. So when when those Patreons became available, I was more than happy to uh, help out on them and continue to enjoy listening to uh, 
many of the DJM podcasts. I, I listen to Kaz's sports podcast, but that's yeah. even more hit or miss than what uh, two nerdy black guys used to be. If if, if goddamn JVs, he didn't work like a goddamn fucking monster, and I wasn't lazy, that show would come out. <laughs> and that's it. where that is where I came in, Kaz. And like I said, I've been talking with JVZ and that th- things might be happening with sports odds gonna... and ends. Again, it's 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 JVZ, but we're talking. We've been I've been throwing some ideas at him. Um Please? but because part of the issue that as as we are prone to do on this show, we bring up issues. Part of the issue was that I realized was I was just doing way too much. <laughs> And I I burnt the fuck out <laughs> for a minute, and I was like, I'm gonna keep it to myself. Don't nobody gotta know. Then I realized, you know what? Everybody knows because there ain't shit getting out. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yeah, that burning fucking smoldering pile. That yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will rise from the ashes <laughs> after years and years of physical therapy. <laughs> hey, if there's one guy that you can talk to about burning smoldering piles of ash it's it's your old buddy the deej Cass. yeah that's that's, uh, that's kind of dark if if you know what happened to you i was going to yeah, say it's I mean, rather that's, literal that's in these really dark <laughs> and, and uh, again everyone knows me by now my i'm all about the being very open with being having a very dark sense of humor that is full of self-hatred that's that's part of the djm shtick that's who i am it's how i cope i i don't i haven't had health insurance for a very long time so i can't get medication or anything else so i cope through dark humor and kaz I completely understand the burnout. You know that. Some of the last few episodes of Two Nerdy Black Guys before the fire happened. Yes, I get it. I totally get it. So it's all good in the hood, my friend. And this will be the last time I mention you not getting anything done for a long time ever again. Because now, thanks to Time Jumper and Swagger and so many others, and you amongst many others, convincing me that now Two Nerdy Black Guys has a Patreon and Delta Juliet Mike has a Patreon, we can keep the damn thing going. Right, Kaz? Keep the Jeep going, because it can't say ride, and that would be trademark infringement. <laughs> true, true, true. I'm trying to understand this statement of convincing. It almost seemed like coercion at the end there of everybody telling you, you need to start this, <laughs> you need to start it now. Yeah. No, me and, me and DJM both went through that, but in two quiet stages where I was very like, this is stupid. I'm going to do it anyway. And then DJM was just very DJM about it and very adamantly like, no, I shall not. I shall not. I will not. I shall not. I will not. And then I was like, I'm going to put this in your hand. And you hold that. <laughs> and he was like, fine, I'll hold this. But I ain't going to tell nobody. That, that is how our dynamic has been since the very beginning. Someone will come up with an idea. Kaz will say, yeah, let's do it. I will say, no, I don't want to do it because I'm terrible at everything and I hate myself. And then eventually I come around. That has been our dynamic since the very beginning. 
<laughs> and yes. just saying that out loud, I just realized how absurd it is. But yes, Patrick, uh, here is the story. At DragonCon last year, uh, I had none other than Justin Robert Young himself say to me, David, start the Patreon. Oh, did I he, have did been he ag- old like he did Curly. <laughs> Maybe he did it live on the internet. <laughs> he did not do it live on the internet, but but it was it was at DragonCon, and, and he he even did like the put his hand on my shoulder and everything, and, and it was just he was clearly making a point that it was a thing I should do, and I. I I was very much against it. And I, I've been talking with someone else uh, on Twitter, Kausis, uh, uh, at Otaku Gamer Zone. Uh, we had both been talking about this for a long, long time, about how neither of us really wanted to do this. And I, I cannot thank Time Jumper enough uh, for being a, a an advisor and a guide into the art of the Patreon. Uh, I I asked him long before it actually launched because I am someone that is still not entirely comfortable with the idea of asking for funding for something that is essentially a hobby. I always felt weird about that. I still kind of do. So I, I'm grateful I to Time Jamer. You know, saying asking for money, another way is looking at it is you are looking for individuals who would be interested in investing in your future and the ideas you have and where you want to go. So they're that investors. Man. That's a absolute pitch right there, boy. I, I you are Patreon absolutely correct. Me. Patreon to me is kind of, it's a tip jar. You make a thing I enjoy, I throw you a little money in exchange for my enjoyment. And I and like to me, it's not, this isn't Kickstarter where it's like, hey, I need $5,000 to make this podcast. It's, hey, throw me a buck or two a month for this podcast you're probably already listening to if you have it. If you don't have it, that's okay. You can still access it and listen to it just the way you want. But if you got a buck, you know, help help you know help make the sauce, and I for me that's a totally worthwhile investment. That's where I came around to it, Swagger, because like initially I I I initially looked at it, and I, I guess it's because of the people who I initially looked at using it. I looked at it as like a new Kickstarter, right? So I was like, I don't want to I don't want to do the Kickstarter thing, right? Like I don't I have no need to do the oh, Kickstarter. No. Thing. No, no, no. And then when I finally came around to it being the like proverbial chip, tip jar slash like if I could get extra time to do this, I could also do this thing. Like and I was like, okay, you know what? That's really cool. I could I can I can get on board for that or whatever. Which, you know, that's that's how we got doing a sports podcast was it, it, there's enough money in the Patreon to, to do a sports podcast that we're not doing. I feel like I need to return people's money on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're, 
oh. we're re we're reassessing our assets and we're retooling the system. We're rebuilding the farm system, Kaz. That's all that's happening. Building from the bottom to the top. That's right. Getting rid of all these and, rookies. They're useless. And I'll I'll bring you into the group DM I had with JVZ a little bit later. So we'll throw the ideas your way. See, this but, is where I get tricked. <laughs> no, no, Kaz. See, when I actually do get something going, I'm I, I can I can keep it going. It's just that when I have to like start a thing, it's just uh I have I to start I a thing. That's joke though. Whenever like whenever one of us just feels like weird about it, it's like oh you know what? Replace me. It's that time. Put me out to pasture. I'm an old horse. It's okay. You can turn me into glue now. I understand. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> right. That's both of us. Where it's just like, yeah, anime. That I'm not going to do that anymore. And then I ended up actually work. I ended up working at an actual network for a year, which was like, what? How did this happen? Uh, and and now I'm I'm do I'm allowed to do other things which is so so yeah. cool and which is one of the it, things about having the patricks here um <laughs> that that welcome love, to shooting right? the shit with two nerdy patricks everybody <laughs> <laughs> i stole it Where's stole it joke? no um stolen they they're both very much two of my favorite people on the internet like I, I love Time Jumper just because he's like a super positive like dude. Like he's just always like, you know what? You should do that. You could do that. I think you could do that. You definitely would do that. And he doesn't just he doesn't just give you the positivity. He's also like, well, you know what the best way to do that would be. <laughs> and he's like, I've, I've written up a business plan for you. Uh, and if you turn to page three, quarter three, I'll, I'll help you figure out how to do that. Um, and then the other thing I love about about Swagger is he lets me bully him sometimes when he's being kind of shitty. <laughs> but then then he'll give it back when he realizes I'm being shitty too. So like it's one of those good it's a good friendship is what I like about is what I love about Swagger. Now Swagger, given that you two are are both shitty people as Cass just said. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about the How do you feel so, about that, I guess? So so the worst bullying I ever got from Kaz was uh 3 and a half years ago when I didn't move to Austin. And now that I've been here for a couple of months, I just want to say Kaz in your fucking face. I'm still holding out. I know. I I have I, know. I, I know. Wouldn't it be better, guys? Wouldn't it be better for you to repair the bridge and say, Kaz, oh. you were right? No, Build no. The bridge. I, I, will, I will fully recognize that Kaz was right about this, that specific incident. He was right. And I'm glad I didn't listen to him for the most part. But he was right. I'm not, not, not going to argue that. That was a real thing. I was, you know, I was wrong. He was right. <laughs> but it all in the end worked out, and I'm okay with that now. It took I, a minute. I, I, I will admit, That's it. there are times in my life where I am the worst person to be right, and that was one of them, because I was just like, oh, I'm right? Oh, 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 make a banner. <laughs> like, I'm going to fly planes over his house. Like it's just one of those. It's every so often, every like four or five years, is like I pull out the shittiest of the shit. 
<laughs> Swagger was like, he just happened to like hit that moon rotation where I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out ads in the local paper about this. <laughs> like black man and, was and right. Th- this is this is the the wonderful dynamic because this is where DJM can come in and say, so uh, Kaz, how's that photography website coming along? No, I was I was going to make and it needs more des dig because I think that was a thing about the it, time it I was. moved to Austin the first time. So we, I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to go more down deaths. that route. I, I have declared that it needs more deaths is officially dead and buried. Uh, you see, time yes. jumper. Th- yes. This is the di- this is the the dynamic that we all have. We we all have checks and balances for one another. And mm-hmm. you're, you're kidding <laughs> You're getting a deep, deep look into into this re- this relationship, and yeah, you're you're seeing you're really getting an idea of how the sausage is made now. So, if you want to uh, lower your your contribution to the Delta Juliet Mike Patreon, it's totally understood. We I think I'm refunds. just fine. We do refunds. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we understand. We understand completely. We'll cut you a check right now. <laughs> Uh, but time jumper, I, I want to ask you something. Uh, there's something that I, I brought you on that I'm especially intrigued by. Uh, you are someone that is a person that spreads positivity for other people's projects. What is it that you yourself would want to work on and create? What does time jumper want to bring to the table? What do you have on your mind? you know i i just the biggest thing i do is i enjoy helping um and and it's been really enjoyable i mean this all started because um i was watching the nerdtacular stream boy over a year ago now um and curly was walking around with his webcam and he had april ness on and pd rave and all the different chat realmers that I'd gotten to know just in the chat room for Night Attack. And it was one of those things that's like, I think I want to get a little more involved with that group because they look like they're fun. Um, so fun. when the Patreon started, it was like, hey, this is a way I could start doing some of that. Um, and it's really fun watching all of these creative individuals and they're all creative in different ways. And before either one of you attempt to say you're not creative, you both are very much so. Um, and, and watching them, you're really, you're really good. To grow. I just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you mean by that. No, it's it's it's. I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Um, and you know, I, I've. I'm much later in life than everybody else that uh, I tend to deal with are, and I've, I've had a very good life, and I'm long ways from uh, getting to the end of it, hopefully, but you know, looking back when I was younger, and uh, everybody when they're young has dreams and aspirations and things they want to do. Unfortunately, most of my outlet has been through my work. Um, I've worked with a lot of really great people. Uh, mentored a lot of really great people who have gone on to amazing careers. And this is just kind of another aspect of that, of 
watching all of you guys who are still young in life pursuing dreams and aspirations and hopes and doing things different than my generation would do. My generation was all about you go to work, you get a job, you do your career, you raise your family, and everybody's expected to march to the exact same drummer. Where all of you guys I see choosing your own paths and your own things you want to do and getting joy out of life by doing what you love. And that brings me a whole lot of fun. And that is incredible. That that was amazing. Um, I, I just want to stand here and clap. That was <laughs> that makes me want to make more stuff. Like that that's the best thing I've heard in a while. So thank and you. And that is exactly what I hoped everyone would hear. Uh, but I've always believed something, and, and my dad agrees with me on this as well. Uh, he's always said that you're never too old. And uh, given all of the things that you've said, I feel like I would love to see something from Time Jumper. I feel like there is something out there that you are going to be inspired by. And it is going to be something that is going to be truly great. And everybody will want to pay everything forward for you. So something tells me that there's something out there for Time Jumper that's going to be really, really cool. I'm just waiting for him to buy Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Um. It, it was a huge surprise to me um, last year when I went to TwitchCon, and um, I was able to arrange to go to the Patreon headquarters just to visit because I, you know, I wanted to see the individuals who have provided the service that I enjoy so much. Mm-hmm. And it was so strange because I walk into the place, and um, I was barely in the door, and all of a sudden I start getting this round of applause and I'm just like, uh, what's going on here? Um, and I, I got to meet some amazingly, um, energetic and dedicated individuals who really believe in people getting rid of the idea of the starving artist and really allowing people to help them. And I was just, I was there for two hours and it was just nonstop questions of how do you choose who you uh, invest in? How do you find these different things? Why do you do this? And it was just one person after the other. And it was so much fun just uh, watching all this energy and passion for what they do. That is really cool though. Like that, that was one of the things that I saw last year when you talked about doing that and going there. And I was like, holy shit. That's like, that's not even something that, crossed my mind that like that is a group of people doing a thing to help a group of people help a group of people yeah and and they all just believe in it and uh they really love what they're doing because you know it's it starts at jack conti who started the whole company um his passion for making sure artists earn a decent living for what they do and that belief is pretty much every single person you meet at that place and 
it, it is truly amazing to watch people want to help others with their creative endeavors. Uh, it may not be something that contributes to the world in the traditional sense, but I think that's something that we all agree on with everything, and, and uh, I'd like to hear all of you guys talk about this, is that as long as what we're doing is something that a few people are getting something out of, it, is, it does not feel like a useless endeavor. Kaz, I've said countless times that if it wasn't for the idea that there are people that are actually enjoying this, I would have stopped a long time ago. Not for the sake of the production or anything. Uh, I just felt like a lot of times I, we were talking into the echo chamber. We were talking into the ether. And yeah. when I realized I didn't, well, it it changed my mind. I I don't know. I, I I initially I initially every every podcast I initially did from it needs more dust shooting the shit to um, the one I do with Petey. <laughs> I can't think of the name of at the moment. <laughs> um, Haliujuku. Haliujuku. Uh, we're all we're all passion projects, right? They weren't they weren't. And, and this is one of those things you hear everybody say, but you know, not everyone means they were all things I made for myself to be able to listen to. Right. Like shooting the shit was basic. It initially became this thing where it was like, I fucking enjoy talking to DJM and it just happens to be that we record it. Right. And then it went from that to where our, I feel like I got better as being a, a creative person, got better at talking, got better at being in front of the microphone, got better at like all of these things to now it's like, I do want other people to listen to it. I do want it to get better. I do want it to grow. I do want, you know, there to be more people listening to it. Like I, I used to love when uh, like swagger and other people would just like, like and it still happens where people would just like randomly tweet us about something that we were talking about in the show and then it continues that conversation with other and people i've told from- you kaz that terrifies me it terrifies me because <laughs> yeah. then it's like oh god somebody actually heard me say that oh god oh yeah no and that that is the other thing where i went from being like you know i went from being me and like trying to be funny and and yeah, maybe I'll say this, maybe I won't say that, to being me on, like, other shows that I do, right? Like, this show was, like, the the show where I was like, hey, you know what, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna do the bit that I do on every other show, I'm just gonna talk to DJM, and it turned into me doing that on everything else, and those are the things that are more, like, that, it, that people enjoy more, and where, like, now I just, I just fucking say the shit that I need to say, and and that goes over better than me trying to think about it and being like, hmm, what should I say? Would this be funny? Would people respond well to this? Like, instead of me having the goddamn, like, uh, what do you call those things where you get a group of people to agree on something before you put out the product? Like, a focus group. A focus group, right. I had in that focus group in my head of like, what do you people think about this? How, how do you think this will go over in the market? Should we say this? Should this be said? What do you think the 18 to 20 year olds think? <laughs> like, like, I don't do that anymore. Sometimes I need to, but ah, eh, fuck it. 
that that has never been me. Uh, if anything, it's been just the opposite. It's always been DJM. It's okay. It's completely okay. And then I'm the one with that little voice in my head that's like, no, don't do that. Don't say that because the world will explode and everything will. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm making this metaphor again. Everything will burn down. Yes, everybody, for those that haven't figured it out, in November of 2015, I lost my home in a fire uh, in Detroit. Uh, there was a fire. The lady that lived next to me thought she had bed bugs, and she accidentally burned the entire apartment complex down. It sucked. It wasn't fun. It was a bad day. Okay. A bad that day. W- that was a bad year for you. Yeah, that it was a continue. It was the the period on the the continuation of this year hates DJM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, t- 2015 was kind of a rough year, but you know, I I think it's I think it's all said and done and over with. As long as I I have things on sort of an even keel right now, as they are, I think I'll be okay. I think I will be okay course there's always tomorrow and what what this podcast cast has been for me a lot of times is it's been my therapy outlet it has yeah. been aside from my mood swings on twitter uh it, this podcast has been where i could speak to you and vent to whomever might be listening about things going on in my head in my strange thought processes as they occur and i've always worried about how people react but since the very beginning people have reacted positively and for that i am infinitely grateful Uh, and i'm infinitely grateful to you kaz for continuing to be the voice that tells me that it's okay to do so yeah no i mean it, it it very weirdly worked out that the show was always very therapeutic for the both of us, you know, as, as well as like so, to somewhat to other people, you know, very very comically outward to other people. Like I, it, one of the best things was like Swagger used to always tweet us in like the, the early early episodes and just be like either you know agree disagree or like this that and the other. Uh, were always the things I, I liked from Swagger, which he doesn't do anymore. He doesn't tweet us. I still up. listen. It's been, <laughs> my, been my thing, especially now that it's gotten more consistent again. Um, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm mid-episode and I have to say a thing. And that's what it always was. I would be listening to the episode on my phone doing something, and I had to say a thing. And since I wasn't you know, in the Skype call, I couldn't argue with you. So I had to argue with you via Twitter. And we welcome that. Uh, I may react in a way that doesn't seem like it's not welcoming, but it is welcome. That's welcome to you, Swagger. That's welcome to you, Time Jumper. That is welcome to everyone that that listens. Uh, One thing I love is an open line of communication. That's why I do so many podcasts with as many different people as possible, because I love open communication of all kinds if only so it silences that little thing in my head i i'm always looking for something on twitter or an email or whatever to where i can talk to somebody and 
that that's another part of the Patreon uh, time jumper where I want people that contribute to Delta Juliet Mike. I want them to be involved, and I, I feel like I, I hope that point gets across. Well, it definitely gets across with me because uh, you and I have had some very uh, good email exchanges as you've been asking different questions. Um, and, and I have definitely seen the more popular or more dedicated followings are when the creator doesn't just want to post things out there but actually wants to engage their audience and um, almost to a point of getting to know them on a personal level because you're more likely to continue giving and investing in somebody that you have that personal connection with than when you're a nameless, faceless individual. And that is something that I have said with some of the the larger Patreon uh, pages that I've that I was contributing to when they first started out, and then when they exploded, it became much much bigger. It was kind of like okay, they they don't really need me, and I'll take what I can contribute elsewhere to someone else. And I guess the goal is to kind of find that balance of having a large support system, but while still making them feel like they're all a part of it. And that that's the balance. I guess that's where the magic is. And again, you have been an invaluable advisor in, in all of this, and I cannot thank you enough. It's my pleasure. I enjoy doing it. Kaz? Sweet baby Jesus. Did you see Batman vs. Superman yet? No. Ah, oh, damn it. Right, I... No, here's what, here's what happened. I got two days off work, right? I took one of those days, and I OD'd on sushi. And then I took the other day to recover from eating about eight people's worth of sushi. Been there, been there. Um, because I really want to talk about Batman versus Superman because I know that I am in the minority opinion on Batman versus Superman and I really have a lot to say, but I don't want to do it until you're, you're caught up to date. I definitely feel like of, of all the things in my life that I should see before I fucking, you know, die, that should be one of them as much as I've like championed Batman as like the thing I love and look up to and like I I, I don't know I've championed Batman a lot so I feel like I have to see this movie or I'm doing myself a a fucking disservice if I don't Um, so yeah I'm I'm definitely going to go see it I might actually do I want to do that tomorrow I was going to go get Korean tomorrow as the little girl, as the little girl on the internet meme says, why not both? Because Korean food is in one direction, and Batman Superman is in the other direction. <laughs> Literally, ah. Korean I'm food. Remember towards my job, which is going like downtown, and Batman Superman. I go up towards the uh, the the other county, uh, which isn't far from me. 
to go to the movie theater there because it's a really nice movie theater. Oh, I could get tacos there. I'm going to get tacos and watch Batman versus Superman. Yeah, so. do th- do that tomorrow mm-hmm. and and update us. Update us. Y- you can I, update us. Tweet. Yeah, do that live tweet. I like that business. It's going to be a Monday afternoon. Nobody else should fucking be there. I like it. I like it. Uh, and then we can talk about that next episode, can't we? Yep. I want to know. Uh, has anyone else seen the Batman Supermans? Not yet. I want to though. I've been to the movies, I think, three times since that movie came out, and I have not seen it. <laughs> all right, what have you uh, seen? It's three times that you've gone to the movie theater while this movie, of all movies, because Swagger does have a fucking Batman icon as his Skype picture. What have you seen? Well, well it's Batman, but it's also a Descendants reference. Yeah. So, like the band, the Descendants. Uh, um, Here's the thing. I am... I am. I, I what, what did I see? I saw Midnight Special this week, which is, is I think only in limited release. And if you like weird sci-fi movies, you should see Midnight Special when the opportunity presents itself. Um, I saw Deadpool a second twice over the last couple of weeks because Deadpool was fucking fantastic. And I'm saying this as someone who hates the character of Deadpool <laughs> because people because Deadpool fans have ruined it. Mm-hmm. Can I um, say? Because if you've been to a convention, Deadpools are the new stormtroopers with all the baggage that comes along with that. Yeah, they're also the new ponies. Yeah, and and uh, slightly before that, I saw Ten Cloverfield Lane, which I guess was technically out a couple weeks before, which was very enjoyable, especially as someone who's been watching Dan Trachtenberg off and on on the internet for decades. Yeah. We talked about that the other day because me and DJM were, were having a discussion of living in living in the bubble in which we live in, which you're which you're definitely a part of Swagger and mm-hmm. as time jumper. I where- started watching Dan Trachtenberg on fucking Geek Drum, okay? I'm right. I I am a mark. And this is well, what I will say of Ten Cloverfield Lane, my my mark review. I really enjoyed it. I think even if I wasn't predisposed to liking Dan Trachtenberg it's a pretty enjoyable film all around and people should give it a shot when they get a chance whether it's in a theater or on streaming or you know picking it up you know however they prefer to consume movies I think it's totally enjoyable I also say that having never seen the original Cloverfield and I still yeah, I probably should at some point. No, I haven't seen it either, but I might. I might see the Ted and Cloverfield lanes. But it, you uh, clearly you don't need to see the first one to enjoy it, and I don't think that's a spoiler. Yeah, I um, think you get. I think even without seeing the first one, you you it, it's it, it is that it is mo- this is this is my spoiler mostly free review. The vast majority of the film is only loosely connected to the Cloverfield universe. Mm-hmm. And and that everything makes sense if all you know of Cloverfield is the shit you heard from your friends and the internet about Cloverfield. Which at this point, on the internet, when you hear something, you've, you've heard all of it. And <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of yeah. what you hear on the internet, what Kaz and I talked about is because of the bubble that we're in, the internet community that we're in, I personally have been a little hesitant on seeing 10 Cloverfield Lane. 
I made sure that before I do decide to go see it, I wanted to see feedback from others outside of our internet community and our internet bubble. And overall, they have been positive. So I intend on seeing 10 Cloverfield. If you enjoy science fiction films and you enjoy that genre, I I think you will enjoy it. I'm I'm not going to stand here and pretend like it's the perfect movie or it's the greatest thing ever made. But someone of of what is in essence our generation of nerd or you know slightly older but not by much got to make a really great sci-fi film and I think it's very very good. Mhm. And it's totally enjoyable and and more people should see it and not just because I am predisposed to liking Dan Trachtenberg, but because I like I sat there and I I was happy for whatever the the runtime of the movie was. I I got lost in the world that was created. It has it has fucking John Goodman in it. Do I need to say anything else? It has fucking John Goodman in it. And it has good ass John Goodman. And it has Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who should be in everything. She's fantastic. It's I, it's really I good. Just in general, been really, really bad at movies. Like, you're, you're okay, gonna watch so Kaz. Kaz, I have you're gonna watch more. You're gonna movies. watch the Killing Joke, right, Kaz? Yeah, you're gonna oh, see yeah, the Killing no, Joke, aren't you? I, I, I have I, seen more movies in theaters since moving to Austin than I did, I think, in the last two years combined. Okay, it but helps when you have the Alamo Draft House available to you. Are you going by yourself, or are you going with people? I've gone with people so far, but I could see myself going to the draft house solo to see something I cared about. And, and I can relate my... to this, Cass. Because I didn't because... do that at home. Like the only movie I saw last year at home was Star Wars, and I took my dad basically to repay him for taking me to see all the uh, fucking prequels. <laughs> that was my. That was my. I said to him, I said he tried to pay for it. I'm like, no, I pay. You paid for all the prequels. This is the least I can do. I can relate to this because my my new apartment now is walking distance from a theater, which is great. So I I will definitely be going to more movies now, and it's it's wonderful. It's it's not the Alamo Draft House, but it's it's pretty okay, and I can walk there, which is awesome. I have a draft house within walking distance, and I should take advantage of that. I haven't been to that one. I've been to two others. I've been to the one next to me. Walking is good for you. It's good for the soul. Yeah, but but see, like, my problem was I used to have movie buddies. Like, I used to have friends that, you know, we, we weren't the closest of people, but it's like, oh, that movie's out. Hey, let's go to the movies. And I don't have those anymore, so it's just like I'd never have that urge to just go. I'm like, oh, shit, I want to go see that. Like, Will you do that go- for the killing joke? Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm that. I'm pretty sure that is just gonna, as all the DC things, is just gonna be straight fucking Netflix and DVD, and I'll go buy a Blu-ray and I'll watch it on Netflix, like, because I watched the thing that you sent me today about like kind of the behind the scenes and that teaser trailer, and I am excited. Like Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, fucking Tara Strong. I'm fucking excited, dude. So excited. and Bruce Tim producing. Yeah. Oh, Tim Timbers. 
Like I'm just so, I, so is the killing joke the gonna be basically the best thing DC puts out that isn't a you know that isn't one of the other Batman movies that everybody enjoyed? Is that as good as the DC you know movie universe is gonna get? Because well, the, they went the entire... back, they went back to the well that made all the great DC television shows several years ago. What I'm, what I've been telling Kaz for the longest time, and he knows this, is that in the last five, six years, the DC animated movies, by and large, have all been really, really high quality. They've all been good. The Killing Joke might be the culmination of all of that. It might be the the zenith of them all. That's what I will is say. It, is it getting in like a full theatrical release? I don't know. I don't know. But in the trailer, they talked about the fact that it could very well might be skirting an R rating. So it might. It might. Oh, no. It's definitely getting an R rating. There's no way around that. Yeah, I think it's more than likely going to get an R rating. But, yeah. It it should be outstanding. It's kind of like the Deadpool movie to give the comic the proper justice and uh, the character the proper justice they you pretty much had to make it as an R-rated movie Killing yeah. Joke if you really want to do the Killing Joke right you need to make it for a more mature and I think I like from watching the thing DJM sent me today they're so on board with doing this thing it's do justice like they, there's so much thought process. There's so much creativity. There's so much love and like, like the thing you were talking about. It's these people who are passionate about this getting to do this. Like the the mud that they dug through to make sure that they got Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill to to reprise these roles and do their voices for this. Like because those are the two most iconic voices for Batman and the fucking Joker that have ever existed. Is is just the greatness. So you you are going to actually remember to watch the Killing Joke, Kaz? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. I will. Because I've decided I'm going to remind you until you do. Yeah, I will. Day Th- one. This is go. This is going to be the new thing that DJM reminds Kaz about. <laughs> Starting now, like i'm 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 so on board man i'm so on fucking board for this like i think i'm more on board for this than i am batman superman and anything batman like movie movie wise with physical people in in the future all right well let us know and all of you out there listening to this podcast let us know send king kaz a tweet at king kaz send me a tweet at just call me DJM. Thank you for getting through. If you've been listening at all, even even one episode, thank you for listening to shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys. I want to thank a guy that has been with us from the very beginning, Patricio El Swaggero, Swaggy P, Patrick the Swagger. Thank you for joining us on this episode, and thank you for so listening to this from the very beginning, Swagger. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, anytime. I uh, when we get around to I don't know two hundred or or just like in two weeks when you need some fucking content, I'm always uh, happy to be here. 
and it is greatly appreciated. And everybody follow Patrick at the Swagger at T H E Swagger, and Patrick Cohn, time jumper, uh, someone that has listened and joined in and is helping Delta Juliet Mike Media towards hopefully a shining future. Thank you so much for joining joining us on this episode. Uh, tell us anything that you've got going on, sir. Please, y- you have the open forum. <laughs> uh, nothing going on. I'm not that creative type, unfortunately. Um, but Raising them babies, that's what he's doing. <laughs> uh, definitely doing everything I can to inspire my daughter to continue with the art that she does. Um, she's been progressing amazingly, and I see a very bright future for her in the artistic realm. And please, everyone, if you have any sense at all, and if you're not already, even all of you in in the anime space that I hang out with now, follow Time Jumper at Time Jumper three one nine. He may very well be the greatest living human on the planet, and I don't say that with hyperbole. E. Thank you. All that was on purpose. All right. No, it it I'll really was. The time jumper is very good people. Now that I like it, actually spent a minute talking to the guy, he's good. It, it actually is. It's from a radio bit here in Detroit. It's not Rob Parker. It's another guy, Cass. But but that is very much intentional. But guys, thank you all listening. We have done 100 episodes of shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys, Cass. What? My man, I just Hello. want you to know, I love you, man. Thank you for doing this podcast love, with me. And I love, I love our guests, and I love all the people who who, who listen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And until next time, let's, let's, I'm just going to hit the stop. And no, we're still never going to have an ending theme song. Good night, everybody.